Alrighty, what's up? We in it. We back in it. We back in the swing. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's what I forgot to do. I forgot to write down who's starting today. It's MLB opening day, baby. Yes. Ah, this feels weird doing the the whole solo hope solo I'm hope I'm hope solo out here doing the solo pod in the backyard doing a solo pod in the backyard just watched the Simpsons Homer at the bat it's MLB opening day Major League Baseball's back so, the Yankees, the New York Yankees playing the Washington Nationals, Washington, at 4 p.m. Pacific. Right now, it is just past noon, and the Giants-Dodgers. So, got a little California action at 7, 7 p.m. Pacific. So, yeah, this is in honor of... I'm in the backyard. It's a beautiful day. I just watched the episode. Season 3, episode 17. But I was confused for a second because it's only the 16th episode that comes up in the listing on Disney+. And that's because the first episode of season 3, Stark Raving Dad, was removed because Michael Jackson... I mean, I don't... It was definitely an impression of him. He definitely wasn't... I don't think he lent... Maybe he did. I don't think he did, though. I don't think it was the the real Michael Jackson voice, but the character was in it. But I, I, I can't really remember... I think they were making fun of him, but I think... Gosh... Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on... Like, that's so... I think that's ridiculous. I think they should leave that episode. That's... You can't just keep cutting... (laughs) Cutting the Simpsons episode, because... But then it's always funny when... (laughs) It's so... It's always uncomfortable when you, you don't realize that because there's all like those Michael Jackson truthers out there (laughs) and you're like what? I'm like there's no way I I don't know I mean allegedly (laughs) like uh, because I don't don't even want to get into it I was just going to say it's not it's not normal because people know that he was like sleeping in the same bed as children in his ranch. So then, <laughs> if people know that, then how do they... How is How are people not suspicious about that? That's, you have to be so... What, is naive? Is that the word? Is that... I don't know. I don't understand the Michael Jackson <laughs> truther movement or whatever. Who knows, man? I don't know. I Everything's allegedly... That's, I didn't even... I wasn't planning on talking about that. That was... It's all windy back here, too. My pages keep getting blown. My pages are getting blown. Michael Jackson's blowing my pages. out. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Um, they're, they're adult pages, though. It's a, it's a composition book. It's actually college-ruled. College so, I guess it's like college pages. So anyway, MLB opening day, here we go. Let me just lay out the roster. Oh, and this episode was originally released February 20th, 1992. So I looked at, so here we go. Let me just tell you who the roster is for all the major leaguers here. You got Mike Sosha behind the plate, Roger Clemens on the mound, Don Mattingly at first base, Steve Sachs at second, 
Ozzie Smith at short, Wade Boggs at third, Jose Canseco in left, Ken Griffey Jr. in center, and Daryl Strawberry in right field. And then I looked at the 1991 All-Star Game. So I looked at some of the other MLB players at the time that they left off. So here's some of the people who could have appeared in this episode of The Simpsons. But maybe they just, The Simpsons couldn't book them. Maybe they were on vacation. They didn't want to go do voiceover. Because there's a really great song the credit the end credit song talking softball from Maine to San Diego talking softball from Philly to Denton and Homer and Nancy at the Dun Steve Sachs in his run-ins with the law <laughs> we'll get that we'll get to all that later but the end credit song is lovely it's lovely on this episode so here's some of the other players MLB players at the time you had Cal Ripken Jr. Mr. Iron Man you had Ricky Henderson the stolen bases king you had Tony Gwynn Mr. Hits for Average you had Andre Dawson I think is Andre Dawson a Hall of Famer? I think he just made the Hall of Fame recently. Former Chicago Cub. Tom Glavin, pitcher, great pitcher for the Mets and then for the Braves forever. And uh, Ryan Sandberg slash Roberto Alomar at either one of those guys at second base. And then three good, great first basemen. But two of these guys are steroid guys. But Eddie Murray, near the end of his career, Eddie Murray, he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, here goes a, gosh, that's a loud plane. God, there's so much air traffic. I know. Oh, there's a, oh, Southwest. It's a hazy day out today. Lots of Southwest flights. Lots of, lots of airplanes. <laughs> so much air traffic in this area. It's just every day it's just non-stop <laughs> I guess I probably notice it more though because I'm just hanging out at home I'm just not doing still doing that you know what we the whole the whole thing uh, what was I oh yeah Eddie Murray must have been near the end of his career he hit over 500 homers and he's in the Hall of Fame of course because the only way you hit over 500 home runs and don't make the Hall of Fame is if you're steroids. Which, speaking of steroids, Mark McGuire and Rafael Palmeiro. A couple more alternatives there. Alternates. I guess you'd call them alternates. So, let's just get right into the episode here. I got some funny stuff. Let's see. Let's go over some funny stuff. So, we have... Homer's homemade football. His homemade football is hilarious. It's just so lopsided, and like you would not be able to throw that thing. You could not throw that thing for a spiral. That would that would decapitate someone. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! And then um, when so the origin story of it's making fun of the natural, and there's a lightning storm. It hits a tree, but. I like how Homer says he... See, there goes another airplane right there. Can you hear it? So much... So, in the the lightning storm, Homer grabs a piece of sheet metal. (laughs) I grabbed the nearest piece of sheet metal and ran for the largest tree I could find. That's what Homer did. And I like how the police celebrates. They shoot their guns in the air in celebration. The police softball team. And then the super slow-mo, because Marge is the film, Marge Marge is the film team, so, and her announcing, Marge's announcing is so funny, how she's so polite, 
she's like, that guy got a hit, and then he's gonna go to first base. He he'll he'll go to first base. He'll he'll jog over there. That was a nice hit. And yeah, Marge is hilarious. I think Marge is a Marge becomes funnier when, as you get older. Like some of this, like Homer is funniest when you're a kid, and then Marge's humor is more. It's it's more subtle, and more. Yeah, she's just it's a funny a, a funny mom stereotype. She kind of reminds me of the Bad Moms, the movie Bad Moms. Like I could see Marge being. Like we'll have to do the Marge Pretzel episode. I love. We'll do that one in the future. For the we'll do a TV flip for that one. But I love the the Marge Pretzel episode. She definitely reminds me of the Bad Moms, and that's a great movie. Speaking, <laughs> I love Bad Moms. Bad Moms Christmas. I remember Bad Moms. It was. It came out when I worked at AMC that I worked at the movie theater that that must be so bad moms must have came out 2016 and then bad moms christmas probably came out the next year okay <laughs> cuz I just very I specifically I remember being in the projector room and looking out at the movie in Kristen Bell and I don't know what I don't know what other movie Kristen Bell would have been in in 2016 it, I mean that's not animated cause cause I was, when did Frozen come Frozen might have come out 2016 but I think <laughs> such a boring discussion <laughs> well I'm just saying from memory Bad Moms came out 2016 and I remember being in the projector room and there was this part in Bad Moms where oh I think it's Catherine Hahn the hilarious lady from Step Brothers Derek's wife from Step Brothers who is in love with John C. Riley. yeah she's in love with John C. Riley. but I just remember this scene where she pulls she pulls on Kristen Bell's bra strap strap and it I it's such a weird scene to remember like I specifically remember I was like okay I'm at I'm at work right now this is this is inappropriate for work <laughs> Man, that'd be a fun job though cuz I cuz yeah to be a projector be one of those guys who works at the movie theater just in the projector room but they probably don't have that job specifically anymore because I'm sure that people used to have to because they did like film or whatever so they used to have to run around and I don't know anything about <laughs> I don't know anything about projector reels or any of that but movie theater I think that's one of the things if I got if I got really rich I could I don't know like maybe, maybe like I could see myself opening a well I mean yeah like open a movie theater that seems like something I was I don't know like some sort of business venture <laughs> I was gonna say that or buy a minor league baseball team but open your like that'd be cool to I would like to have like a movie theater that has only a couple maybe like four screens just a tiny little yeah like not not an AMC but just a private one but I don't, I don't know about I don't like drive-ins I don't really like the idea of a drive-in movie theater it just seems so weird I can't see myself. I mean, I know it's popular nowadays, but... Ah. (laughs) Like, who would want to watch... I don't want to sit in my car and watch a movie. 
I would way rather sit in a movie theater or just watch a movie at home. Like, that's just the worst case scenario. Just driving somewhere and then sitting in your car. <laughs> sitting in your car and watching a movie. Sounds... Sounds redonkulous. Alright, well, I don't know how I was even... What else would I do if I was... If I got like a million bucks? Oh, I could see a bookstore. I could definitely see myself opening a... Maybe a used bookstore. That would be... Yeah, I would love that. I like books. <laughs> I like books. Yeah, maybe... Or maybe like a... A mini movie theater. Part movie theater. And then part bookstore slash coffee shop oh cause that's what I would definitely definitely have to open my own coffee shop so I think I would just combine them all into one business I would have I'd have a couple movie screens and then my used bookstore and then just inside that used bookstore you have your your little coffee shop cafe sandwiches Sang sandwiches, breakfast, brunch, a nice a nice brunch spot. That sounds like a really nice place of business. Dude, too bad I don't have a pencil out here. I can't write that down. That's okay. <laughs> I'll keep it. I thought I was thinking the other day. I, if it's really important, then I like I'm all for writing stuff down to help you remember stuff. But if you really want to do stuff, you'll probably, you'll remember it the next day. It'll, it'll stay lodged away safely in your brain somewhere, I, I think. I mean, but I, I'm all for writing stuff down if you have a pen and paper or taking notes on your phone or texting notes to yourself. I have an ongoing texting thread to myself just for taking notes. Yeah. It's how I do it. Alright, let's get let's get back into this episode here. So here we go. Here's a couple quotes. So Carl says, and I got an enchanted jock strap when he's because Homer was talking about his magic bat. Carl I got I got an enchanted jock strap. And Apu says, such a mighty wallop. Such a mighty wallop. Such a mighty wallop. <laughs> wait, let me try doing Apu voice. Such a wait, let me get my, my bass. Thank you, come again. Thank you, come again. Such a mighty wallop. Such a mighty wallop. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> I'm like doing the the thing that you're not supposed to do nowadays. I like just breaking the rules. I'm just trying to trying to press some buttons. I'm out here trying to press buttons. I'm I'm doing it for Hank Azaria cuz that's another thing that's ridiculous. Like I don't I don't think it should really matter. It's it's acting. People th- throughout acting all they always play different you play different stuff than than yourself <laughs> like uh Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire plays a woman that's one example but there's tons of different remember Johnny oh, I'm, people got angry at Johnny Depp when he was Tonto in Lone Ranger <laughs> people got mad about that one but I I don't think it's I just don't think it's offensive especially for voiceover why see why would it matter for voiceover if cuz Hank Azaria is so good at doing voices that nobody knows what he looks like that's the beauty of the Simpsons and and good voiceover work I, I why would it matter? I don't get it. Cuz cuz people I guess some people might argue that 
you're taking jobs away from minorities, I guess. But then, but then minorities, voiceover actors, why couldn't you do, you could play a white people. You could play any character you want, you know? I'm, I'm just, I, I think anybody should, especially for voiceover. It's, that's just so funny. Because think about like The Simpsons, most of the people who watched The Simpsons, they had no idea who was doing Apu's voice. Like they could have just as easily been an Indian guy. It could be anybody. So <laughs> it's just hilarious. It's so funny. The like all the the woke. Let's just move. I don't want to rant. It's not fun. I'm like sitting in my backyard. <laughs> I'm just sitting in the backyard, just ranting. But it's not even. It makes it less joyful. I'm trying to be joyful right now. God. <laughs> trying to be. Oh, it's so windy. It's so windy back here too. Jeez. Okay, here we go. Let's just. So. Here's another funny thing. Oh my gosh. Burns's dream team is, is, is like Honus Wagner and Cy Young and a bunch of players from the 1800s. And then, and then he tells Smithers, he's like, this is such a funny quote. <laughs> this is so funny. But then this is another thing that people would be like, people would be like, what are you saying nowadays? But then this is such a funny quote though. Mr. Burns says to Smithers, he says, Smithers, scour, because he's talking about scouting f for the softball team. They're trying to put together a, an all-star softball team. So he's like, Smithers, scour the American League, National League, and the ne <laughs> scour the Negro League, the, the Negro League too. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's Mr. Burns' character. It's what makes it... I like how I stumbled over. <laughs> I stumbled over it so much. But... Mr. Burns' old racist man character is so funny. And how... You can't tell how old he is. Like, he seems like he's... He's like 200 years old. <laughs> I just... And it's so funny that he thinks the the Negro Leagues are still around in 1992. It's hilarious. So there's a few funny montages. So montage sounds like the place where they, it sounds like a, the place where they had Jaws. Montage New York. It's just a, a compilation of shark attacks. Montage New York. <laughs> it's just a, a highlight reel of great whites attacking innocence. Innocence. I like that. Montage New York instead of Montauk New York. God, I, 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 I just keep explaining it. I mean, I just got to hammer it home. I have to make sure that you understand the point. That I am making. Speaking about making, it's hilarious how Don Mattingly is a homemaker. And he lives in a, a little pink house and and Smithers comes up and and he's like and he's so welcoming to Smithers. He's like, Yeah, come in, come in. Just a, a complete stranger. <laughs> like he, he doesn't know Smithers at all. And Smithers just comes up and knocks on Don Mattingly, his door, and, and Don Mattingly's just like, yeah, come in. How you doing? And he's a homemaker. He's like a stay-at-home dad or something. It's hilarious. Hilarious. So, yeah, that's one of the montages. One of the montage New Yorks is Smithers gathering the team. And then the first one is... Homer hitting a bunch of home runs and and then the last one is the nine the misfortunes but I guess there's not nine misfortunes there's only eight because 
you find out in the end that Daryl Strawberry, who plays Homer's position, right field. It's funny how Homer plays right field. Like, I would think that you would put Homer at first base. I could see Homer as a first baseman. But he like he can't cover like right field. That's where you put the guy who has a strong arm. That's where Ichiro plays. Mm. Get some coffee. So yeah, so Homer plays the same position as Ichiro, pretty much. <laughs> like picture Homer like robbing a home run, climbing up the wall, or gunning a guy down at third base. It's, you can't see it happen, you know. So, so yeah, the nine misfortunes, which a couple of them really funny. When Barney beats up Wade Boggs, when I I can't remember what they're arguing about. They're arguing about some some reference I didn't really understand. But it's, it's so funny when like I can't remember what Wade Boggs keeps saying. He keeps saying this word that's like it sounds like he's like wants Barney to punch him. He it, it sounds like he's asking Barney to punch him in the face. <laughs> it's so funny. And then Barney just punches him in the face. And then and then Mo says the same thing. And then Barney punches Mo in the face. So that's a good sequence there. And then you have Ozzy Smith who falls into a black hole or some sort of weird circus attraction. Is that like a carnival? Is that like a weird underground carnival? And then, yeah, it's it's strange. It kind of reminds me of that thing in Interstellar. Yeah, like remember when Matthew McConaughey is in the... What do you call it? The He's like in the, the time... Something to do with time. Because everything has to do with time in Christopher Nolan movies. You God, Christopher Nolan seems like he'd probably be so annoying to live with. <laughs> Imagine living with Christopher Nolan. He's like, like in terror. I don't know. Just everything you do is like, how long did that take you? How how long did that meal take you? Thirty seven minutes. <laughs> he's like, he's trying to. He he, he calls his naps time machines. He's he's he calls he calls his naps time traveling. He's like I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little take a little cat time travel, a little cat time machine instead of a cat nap. That's my premise there. Is that premise? Christopher Nolan calls his naps time machines. Time machines. Ah. ah. Yeah, when when Matthew McConaughey is stuck in the the it's not the in between. It's kind of like I guess it's kind of like the in between. The not the in between. What's the the thing in <laughs> I call the thing in Stranger Things the in between. What's it called? The the underneath or the God, I forgot what that thing in Stranger Things is called. The the other side. I want to kick me on to the other side. Take me on to the other side. That should have been in Stranger Things. How come that wasn't the theme song of Stranger Things? What's it called? The Upside Down. The Upside Down. That's what it was. I gotta take you on to the Upside Down. Take me on to the Upside Down. How long, how long is this pod cast? God, I, I started this podcast so uncomfortably. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it when you just tar- you just don't know. Like, I, I always do that stuff. Especially when I'm doing these solo pods. Maybe I'm just having trouble getting back in the swing of the the solo pod. Because when I do a podcast with other people, I kind of just, I usually just let them talk for the most part. 
unless it's uh, unless it's someone who's like really good friends I usually just let people talk a lot so I don't know if you guys have noticed that like some of these podcasts I just I try to just let the guests talk a lot but then but then these ones you really get a I have to spill my beans because because I have nowhere to hide you can't I can't I can't hide behind the guest it's just me sitting in the backyard sipping on some coffee sipping on some coffee having just watched the Simpsons all right um oh yeah here we go Don Mattingly's his sideburns that was so funny how Mr. Burns oh yeah I didn't even notice Miss first of all it's funny how Mr. Burns is mad about Don Mattingly's there's another airplane can you hear that one Mr. Burns is angry about Don Mattingly's sideburns so that's a kind of funny little burn there and then also I think it's an allusion to the New York Yankees no facial hair their strictness on the no facial hair policy because Don Mattingly he played for the Yankees he played for the Yankees back in the day and and Mr. Burns is kind of a Steinbrenner he's kind of like a a Steinbrenner meets Billy Martin character in this oh man I, I love Bronx's Burning man Bronx's Burning was such a great original ESPN miniseries from 2007 that was way ahead of his time it kind of laid the groundwork for the OJ series remember the OJ the FX thing I never watched that but I heard it man they talk about it on my favorite murder so I've been I've been binging I'd be binging that my favorite murder that's my favorite murder that's my favorite podcast <laughs> That's, that's that's my favorite podcast. It is though. I love I love that podcast. My two favorite, my three favorite podcasts. Four. My four favorite podcasts. My favorite murder, Bonfire, the Bonfire, which is is really a serious XM show, but you just got to go on YouTube to find it. And You Up, Nikki Glazer's podcast. You up, and Allison Rosen. Those are my four go-to's nowadays. I I love those those ones. Those are my four. But now I can't even remember where was I even going. Oh yeah, I was talking about Bronx is burning. I love and I love Bronx is burning, <laughs> and I love Bronx is burning. I'm I think John Turturro, who's he's an underrated actor. John Turturro is a great actor. He's in a bunch of the Coen Brothers stuff. And you you would recognize him. He's in a lot of stuff. But he played Billy Martin. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he plays Billy Martin. But Bronx is Burning. It's about the 1977 New York Yankees and Son of Sam. Which is going on at the same time. Speaking of My Favorite Murder ties it all back see what I'm saying alright see what I'm saying <laughs> okay I like I like how I recommend my favorite murder on my podcast <laughs> imagine if it was like this if yeah I can't even explain it's tough to explain it's the most popular podcast my favorite murder it's it's the one behind Joe Rogan Joe Rogan's the most popular one but then he's also the YouTube phenomenon because my favorite murder is audio only it's just for your for your phone so but my favorite murder and it definitely number one for females I wonder yeah I wonder what their 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 listenership is I bet it's 
at least 80, 85% female probably. I don't know. I'm just guessing. We, I'm just spitballing out here. Just judging by their live shows, how overwhelmingly female the, the scream. It's just when people scream, it's so funny. Because it's just like a. I, it takes. The, the live shows take a minute to get used to because it sounds like they're at a, like a cult meeting. The way that people are screaming at them but then it's just crazy I don't know how did I say that I was gonna say yeah it's funny cause, cause picture like a, a dude's <laughs> like Joe Rogan Joe Rogan doesn't even do live pod imagine if he did live podcasts he would but then but then the guys all the dudes wouldn't scream like that. They would. They wouldn't all be like, <laughs> just like a, like it sound like a bunch of monsters. But it's so funny. It gets me pumped up. Like listening to my favorite murder live episodes, gets me. I love the the camaraderie of it. it gets me. Gets me juiced. How how pumps the female. <laughs> Just listen to some crazy female banter. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't mean that sounded like derogatory. I didn't mean banter. I meant. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about like the the crowd. The the audience is just insane at these shows. It's just so funny. Cause the way I love the way that they they'll like they'll yell, they cheer for stuff or. Like, like, like when the, they, they announce that the serial killer has finally died and then everyone will cheer like stuff like that. It's really funny. So yeah, yes, yes, yes. All right, <laughs> man, where were we here? Uh, so one more outburst here's a quote from Mr. Burns one more outburst like that and I'll send you back to the big leagues Mr. Burns says to Mike Sosha <laughs> that's so funny send you back to the big leagues like they're the minor leagues or something and then oh my gosh the the misfortune for Ken Griffey Jr. is kind of alludes to the steroid epidemic in Major League Baseball, which hadn't really broken yet in 1992. I don't think people really knew much about steroids back in the early 90s, but speaking of time machines, somehow the Simpsons always knew. The Simpsons was always ahead of his time. Like, I think the Simpsons had a, a TV writer who was frozen like Austin Powers from the year 2020 from the year 2027 and they're just using him throughout the 90s wait how would that work how would how would he be he, how would he be frozen but he's actually from the future <laughs> he's frozen but he's from the future now that doesn't really make sense but you get what I was saying though I was trying to make an Austin Powers reference to to saying how somehow the Simpsons always predict stuff like you can you can google the Simpson the Simpsons predicts and you get a big list of stuff a big a bunch of memes for you for for all your kids out there a bunch of memes so so meme why why you got to be so meme I'm sure people... I wonder if Weird Al is on a a parody of that Taylor Swift song. Call it, Why It Gotta Be So... Why It Gotta Be So Meme. Someday I'll be making a bunch of funny internet posts and all you're ever gonna be are memes. 
Why you gotta be so mean? <laughs> Someday I'll be living on a big old apple. I'm so bad. I'm so. I would be. I would be the worst on whose lines it anyway. I'm so bad. I th- I'm just not good at like improv, like that kind of stuff. Like I wouldn't. I'm not good at coming up with stuff on the fly, or I don't know, or doing character work. <laughs> I just can't. I can't do it. I I can only, I can only do like the filibuster style podcasting, where you're just kind of f- f- filling time. I wonder if that's where filibuster comes from. Filling time. Filling time bustering. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of the same filler bust. Is it fill a bustering? <laughs> I'm filibustering about filib- about the word filibust. Is it? Because it's like filling time. It's to, that's how you can remember it. To fill time. That's how you remember the word. The definition of... If you're ever having trouble remembering what filibustering means exactly... Just remembering, just remember, filling time, bustering. There you go. Okay, that's fun. Okay, okay. There you go. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. See, I I forgot how much fun this is. This is almost more fun. It's just a complete different ball game, a completely different ball game than, because when I'm doing the. The, the interviews and I'm having guests on I actually have to it's like, it's like a real conversation you have to stop and listen to people and listen to their inputs and outputs both, their, both of their in and outputs and it's just this is God, I, I don't want to brag but I need to start doing this more often I seriously need to start I'm going to start coming harder on these solo podcasts. This is I forgot how much fun this is. This is so much fun. I'm just this is therapy. This is therapy, man. This is therapeutic, man. I'm going I'm going to therapy, man. Like <laughs> gangster therapy. Man, I'm going to therapy. I'm going to see my therapist. Man. Man, man, I'm going to see my therapist. That's how you say. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so fun. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Man, man, I'm going to see my therapist. It's, it's almost like a Charles Barkley impression. Man, man, sometimes, sometimes you just gotta go to therapy. Man, my th- my therapist is terrible. <laughs> he just puts a use on everything. Man, my therapist is terrible, man. Man. God, Charles Barkley. See, that's how I know it's a good day. I just broke out the Charles Barkley. I just I just broke out some Barkley for you guys. I, br- I just broke out a, a bag of Barkley. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just sprinkling some Barkley all, all over this. Sprinkling some Barkley on your salad. Excuse me, sir. Would you like Barkley on your salad? Tell tell me when. Tell me when to stop. Would you like some ground Barkley? <laughs> oh my god! This is so funny. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm gonna write down how much fun this was. I'm gonna make a note to myself. I'm gonna text myself after this podcast ends. First, I'm gonna take a leak. I'm going to take a little pee-pee in the backyard. I'm going to do a little backyard pee-pee. And then... <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me, sir. Would you like some ground barkley for your salad? I don't know. Why Why do I think that's so funny? It's because this is, this is like... Sometimes I'm just... Sometimes I just think... Am I the only one? Maybe I'm the only person who thinks that I'm meant to... <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one who thinks I'm meant to do this. That might be it. I might be the only one. That doesn't matter. As long as, as, long as you believe in yourself. I'm getting all motivational now. 
I'm gonna go all Lance Armstrong on you guys now. I'm gonna go all one testicle on y'all. No, I got I got both. <laughs> I, I check. <laughs> I check my pants. No, I got both still. Um no, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Man, I'm just cause see when I when I just sit in the backyard and I'm just talking to myself and then like forty five minutes has passed by before before I even realize it, that's, I just think to myself, because I, I feel like I've discovered something. Get gold. No, I'm not saying it's not. It's, it doesn't matter if it's good. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's good. I think all that really matters is if you want to do it. Could, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to do <laughs> I guess it's sometimes part of it is, are you good? But who's to judge with art stuff like entertainment? If the, if if you could even call this entertainment, is is who's who's to judge really? Because one person's entertainment is another person's garbage or spam. I guess would be more appropriate. One person's inbox is another person's spam folder. But I'm, I, well, I'm, I guess I'm trying to say I'm not likable. <laughs> I'm not widely likable, maybe. No. It doesn't. And the thing I'm always, I always remind myself when I'm just keep myself motivated to, to just like, hey, man, just do another episode today. Just, just bust out the podcast today. I always think to myself... What was I going to say? What do I say? I always think to myself. I was just... I lost myself because I was like, maybe I'll just go to the bathroom and then take a little break and then come back. But no, I'm just going to push this. I'm just going to push through. I'm just going to push through to the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. That's the thing that I always think to myself is... Is how brand spanking new the podcast is. It's still... This is still a brand new podcast. It's been around for less under a year and a half. I guess, what did we just pass? I guess next month, the end of next month will be a year and a half. So that's brand new. That's really new. Because most of, most of my favorite podcasts, if not all, have been around for at least a few years at least a few years and then on the long side you got over a decade for Adam Carolla started over 11 years ago Joe Rogan started over a decade ago Doug Benson started he did started Douglas movies back in 2006 which is Doug Benson was one of the first podcasters ever and I've actually known about Doug Benson since at least probably back to maybe like 07 maybe 06 07 ish because I definitely remember or I don't know if Doug Benson was on I think he was on this album I had a comedy death ray because oh my god I was see I'm a I'm a true comedy hipster I was a fan of comedy death ray before they became comedy bang bang so yeah back in the day god comedy death ray and I that was when I was I was such a kid I was I was so young and innocent and naive that I thought I used to think I remember when I used to think that Mark Wahlberg was actually going on Douglas movies because that's oh my gosh that's so fun because <laughs> uh what's DVK Daniel Van Kirk I'm a huge fan of Daniel Van Kirk saw him live with my dad back in fall of 2018 
feels recent, but it's been almost two years now. But yeah, we saw him live in Seattle. That was so much fun. But yeah, Daniel Van Kirk used to do the Mark Wahlberg impression. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? You doing good? How you guys doing out there? You doing good? You enjoying the podcast? This is Marky Mark here. How you guys doing? You doing good? <laughs> that's that's your baseline. That's if you wanna if you wanna I guess you're you're kinda just copying Daniel Van Kirk's Mark Wahlberg impression. But yeah, if you want a baseline for that, it's how you guys doing? You doing good? You just gotta ask a question and then reiterate that question. <laughs> ask it again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I used to think that the real Mark Wahlberg. That's so funny. And th- yeah, I remember I don't remember what exactly tipped it off to me. Or maybe maybe it was just a slow realization over time. But it's probably for the better that I never got laid in high school. <laughs> Cuz I was so Cause I probably would have been really dumb and done something stupid, like gotten a girl pregnant when I was like like sixteen years old or something. But I never. Luckily, man, looking back, I think it's good that I never got laid till tw- I was twenty. Only a month and a half away from my twenty-first birthday, but I still think that's pretty cool that. I did it cuz that's it cuz your 21st birthday is a huge milestone. So, but also losing your virginity is a huge milestone. So, I think that's pretty cool that I I I, I did it in the right order cuz cuz you don't want to be going cuz you want to <laughs> what am I I'm saying you don't want to have gone to be going to the bars. I was so Man, I was so like innocent and like naive and dumb and just all those things back like, up until uh, up until I lost my <laughs> then my world my my whole entire world did a a one eighty. <laughs> it's so funny like looking back in retrospect because that was like the first time for. Man, I'm going to start going deep on this podcast now. That was the first time for everything for me. I mean, I I didn't even I'm pre, I'm I the first time I I never even kissed a girl till I was 19. <laughs> I I swear, I was it was fall of my sophomore year of college. I I that was the first time I ever kissed a girl. And I was at Western Washington University. And, but then looking back, like, in, yeah, man, looking back, I'm like, I, if I had any idea what I was doing, I mean, there's just so many instances. It's so hilarious. Like, I'm like looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, there's that time, there's that time that that nice girl asked me to Tolo. It was what in junior year. I was like, oh yeah, I, I could have probably could have done some stuff that that night. <laughs> I was, but then I was so I was I don't know what was wrong with me, but this girl asked me to Tolo, which is that's the dance that the girl asked the guy, and I was like. I I don't know what I was so embarrassed about or so I was such a nervous wreck that I remember I remember exactly where we were we were on the top floor of the math building I was probably I had either just gotten done with math or I was going to math with it would have it was junior year cuz senior year I went to all the dances I, I still never did anything. God, I went to all the dances. I'll just say that. 
but I still I never did it. Isn't that weird? I I, I was just a uh, man. Everyone probably thought I was gay. <laughs> everyone must have thought I was gay. That's like the only thing. Like looking back, I'm just like people must. People probably still think I'm gay. <laughs> people probably still think I'm gay. They're like, who's that that kid? Who moved to what do you what do you move to Hollywood? <laughs> what do you what do you become a, a a gay porn star or something? But what was I gonna say? So so yeah, um, I went to all the dances senior year. Like beautiful, like each like each girl, like more beautiful than the last. You know, <laughs> for it's like it's so funny like looking back at like. Like looking back at yourself and being like, why were you so, like, what were you so nervous about? Like you were, uh, like I'm like looking back at pictures of myself and I'm like, you're a, a like, you're a good looking kid. You're fine looking. You're like a, a tall, athletic, stud. <laughs> I'm like talking. I I'm talking about my. I start complimenting myself too much. No, but it's so funny. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny to look at yourself from because now it's like like 10 years removed or where I'm looking back a decade later and it's like I'm a different person now but it's, it's honestly probably for the better though it's probably for the better that I never <laughs> I mean I probably could have kissed I could have kissed a girl but like I said before it's for the better that I never lost. See, I don't understand. I think it's more weird. See, I'm the guy who didn't lose his virginity till he's 20. But I think it's more messed up the guys who, who say they're like 14, like 14, 15. And, and when they lost their virginity, like that's like some of my friends, some of my friends are like that. And I think that that's more scarring or yeah, it's like that I would have been such a different person in high school. I pro, I would have been such a douche. <laughs> like, like looking back, if I cuz I was like a really nice person. Like I was just I was such an I think I was a really nice person to everybody. Like I remember I had friends. I had tons of friends back in growing up in high school tons of friends but and like tons of guy friends girlfriends but I, and I, I was just nice but I just wasn't I wasn't douchey or broy. but I don't think I ever like even even when I went to wazoo <laughs> Even when I lost my virginity, <laughs> yeah, my see now. How can I explain how much my life changed? Like here, here's the the only way I can explain. Here, let me explain to you guys how much my life changed, losing my virginity. So pretty much, here's what it is. I've always played basketball. Always been it's always been my favorite sport to play. Is basketball like bar none, throughout my whole life always loved basketball and could never dunk but then I lost my virginity and a couple years later wait not even a couple years probably earlier wait no yeah like a couple years later a couple years later I could dunk <laughs> see, see see that's that sounds like I'm see that's that's like what I'm saying. That's how my life changed. Is I did a complete 180. Like if if I had became like I remember they had this guy on Tosh.0. Remember all right, so first of course you remember the movie 40-year-old virgin, Steve Carell. It's a great movie. I love it when they reference Survivor in that movie. Survivor is a great show. But I'm all over the place. But they had a guy on Tosh.0 who was a virgin. I mean, this was back in like 2010, 2011 or whatever. But this guy was in his 
probably in his 30s, probably like 35. So I'm 27 right now. So I can't even imagine. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is I wouldn't, I wouldn't live in California. So here's the things, the things I would never have done if I had never lost my virginity. <laughs> this is such a hilarious conversation. If I had never, if I was still a virgin, I would, I would never have dunked. See, because you're probably wondering, you're like, what does losing your virginity have to do with being able to dunk? But it's really, it's an understanding that anything is possible. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds hilarious, but remember when Kevin Garnett, remember when KG yelled that thing? And it turned out that it was just a sponsorship from Adidas. But what did, remember Kevin Garnett after it was 2008, Celtics won the NBA Finals. And Kevin Garnett yells, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So that's, <laughs> that's exactly, like, I'm, <laughs> I don't, I can't explain it, but I'm, it's, it's true. I and and I have without a doubt I would never have been able to dunk cuz cuz once you the thing with dunking is it's all about confidence you can only do it if you know that you can dunk it, you have to know that you can dunk to be able to, to dunk it sounds like I'm bragging but man it's been so long since I played basketball too I miss it I miss the gym I miss that 24 hour fitness but no, I'm telling you though, dunking, because I'm I'm six foot three, so and I'm I'm like a tall, skinny, lanky guy, who I have good I have reasonable I have good hops, especially for a white guy. I I mean, I have good hops for a white guy, like, you know, white men can't jump, you know the, Woody Harrelson, all that jazz, so. I mean, like I'm saying, like if I'm an if I was an NBA player, I don't have good hops necessarily, but just as far as random white guys in their 20, 27 year old white guys go, I I, I don't know. I just it sounds like I'm bragging now, but what I'm saying is dunking is more mental than physical. Like, of course, you have to be a certain height and be able to jump a certain height but it's all mental it's all mental it's mento and and just like it like all right so here's that so so dunking i would never have dunked if i if i was still a 27 year old virgin i i i i'd never i never would have moved to california never would have had the courage to move here Never would have had the courage to do stand-up comedy. Like, it still took me... Because I, I didn't do stand-up comedy till 2019. And I lost my virginity in 2014. So that's... It was over five years later. And, and that was always something I wanted to do. So it still took me that five years of building up courage and confidence... So <laughs> I don't know what my I, I I'm just saying it just changed my life. Like it, it it really exposed the the beauty of life. <laughs> I sound like I'm being so corny right now and and we've gone so far off of the Simpsons. But like I just I just remember I used to be such a nervous Nelly and I was I was scared. I would be scared of girls. Like I would I was always scared to talk to girls. But then yeah, everything <laughs> like once you lose I don't know, at, at least I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what my point is. I guess I guess my point is I I feel sorry for people you shouldn't be, I I guess my point is you shouldn't be a don't be a a 30 year old virgin <laughs> like you can i'm sure you can figure out a way to to get laid 
like I could see it that would ruin your life like if you're if you were a 30 year old virgin if you got to 30 or even even like into your mid 20s even if you get to your mid 20s it starts to become like because I remember when I was 20 it, it was starting to become a burden because I was pretty much the last one of my friends. Not that I know. <laughs> like, all my friends lose it in, like, an orgy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they didn't all lose it, their virginity at the same time in the crazy orgy. But I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure I was the last one of my friends at, at 20 years old. So, I, this has been such a funny... Con- I don't know why I just keep going in deep on it, but I'm just saying, I'm happy that I can, I can dunk because man, I wouldn't have done any... I never would have became a writer. Like, I remember right after... So, right after I lose my virginity, I applied to Around the Horn as, for an internship and i got selected for a for an interview for a like a video chat interview i was one of the they only selected a, a few people like there's probably they must have had tens of thousands of people apply for this internship so i yeah that was See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was on a roll. Like, can, isn't that hilarious? <laughs> like, I, I, like one minute, like, I lose my virginity. And then the next month, like, the biggest thing in my whole life. Like, I, was, I just remember I was so pumped up. Like, I had never been that excited for just... And, I mean, I didn't get the internship. I didn't get the job. But... I got to meet Tony Reale. Like, Christopher. He called me Christopher. <laughs> What's up, Christopher? But yeah, I'm about to wrap this up. I got, I'm got. i going to go pee-pee. But this has been fun. I've liked... I've, I didn't even cover everything I want to talk about with the Simpsons episode, but we talked about it enough. And mm, we got pretty far off track. And oh my gosh. This is so much fun. Thank you so much for listening. Share. I'm just going to abruptly end it. Share the podcast. Tell a friend. Share, share, share. Subscribe. Rate and review. All the podcast things. You guys know all the podcast things to do. This has been so much fun. I'm going to start doing this more often. I'm going to start doing this a lot. Just a lot. We're going to start coming at you. But, oh my gosh. I <laughs> went. <laughs> Did you guys hear me? I almost—I was like freaking out right there. I almost knocked over my coffee. I was so embarrassing. I almost knocked over my coffee. Ah, luckily I didn't spill any. This has been so much fun. I love you. I love you. Till next time. Ciao. Bye bye. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rate. Review. Share. Subscribe. Baby.